What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Cut. I am your host, Christian Williams. I'm here with Randy Hall. Randy, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just was told I'm going to be a best man in a wedding yesterday after, after a couple comedy shows, so uh, pretty happy about life right now, even though I'm probably going to screw up that speech. Just saying. Yeah, congrats, man. Uh, it's pretty ironic that you were told after a comedy show that you'll be the best man because... Huh. It, You'll it was top. technically it was it was before uh, it oh. was actually before. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, did you watch any college football today? Uh, I watched the Buckeyes and then I watched Oregon lose. Unfortunately, yeah, college football playoff is. Uh, I, it's probably going to include Bama. Hopefully, it doesn't. Hopefully, Oklahoma sneaks in there. I I I really hope they lose to Auburn this week. That could very well happen. Um, especially with how Auburn will be in. <laughs> yeah, which is ridiculous. Um, all right, we should probably get started. Uh, as you guys know, this is our DFS episode. Uh, we go through and create a DraftKings lineup, standard tournament. Um, let's just jump right into it. We'll we'll hit up the socials later. Um, <laughs> All right, so quarterback position. Randy, I know there's there's probably five or six guys that we've been looking at. Who are you enticed by? So, obviously, Wilson, Ryan, and Breeze are all great plays this week, but we always do tournaments, and they have really high ownership because they're amazing cash plays this week, so we're avoiding them. I don't really want to do Josh Allen again. I do think he's probably going to be a top 10 quarterback, but I'd rather take a shot cheaper. So for us, it seemed we were going to go from Winston, Derek Carr, uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Jeff Driscoll were, were our core five for this week. Yeah. And so you know my preference there is, is going to be Baker. He was my start of the week on Thursday's episode. Yes, I, and my I, start was Darnold. Right. So, I mean, I think we can eliminate the other three and just pick between our two starts. How do you feel about that? Um, so I don't mind that. I do want to say that we do usually like to uh, stack our quarterbacks with a target. So I, I said before we recorded, I didn't really want to pick between one of the Tampa receivers this week. Sure, one of them is probably going to have a really good game. I just don't want to play the betting game right now with that, ironically, because we're betting money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to just cross off Winston and hopefully avoid that three-pick day that's bound to show up here. Um, so for me, I really do love Carr this week, and he has the lowest – well, he has one of the lowest ownerships of, the, of our group here. But the only real stack I would be willing to do would be Tyrell Williams, who was my wide receiver start of the week. Uh, but I know you don't feel as strongly in that stack, and I don't blame you because they could just give Jacobs 25 carries. I mean, yeah. it's very possible. So for that, I I do want to say I do like Driscoll, but again, same thing. I don't know who I want to play at wide receiver there. TJ so Hawkinson. I'm not playing TJ Hawkinson. I actually I dropped him for Ryan Griffin in the league I'm doing my best in because my only weak spot was tight end. Yeah. 
Speaking of Ryan Griffin, man, I mean, that's a solid stack with Darnold. I know. That is true, and Crowder as well. Yeah, Crowder then, would be good. And then Baker, his stacks are going to be either Odell, Jarvis, or Hunt, just because Hunt's definitely the receiving back, and he's playing pretty much at least 60% of the snaps. Most of those are R with Chubb as well. But I told you before, I think the Browns are up early, and with Chubb, with Chubb having carried the load this year, I could easily see them kind of slowing him down this game and just letting Hunt run with the ball. Yeah, which in that case, would you want to stack Baker and Kareem? I would rather stack him with the receiver. I think I agree. So last week, I did let you pick the quarterback. And it didn't go well for us. Correct. I will let you pick the quarterback this week. <laughs> Which is not good for me personally because I don't know who to pick between these two. <laughs> I, I personally have three different lineups out there right now, and I'm using Driscoll, Baker, and Darnold. So uh, it is hard for me to pick this. But, <sighs> dude, you know what? Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. Do you want – are you like 100% want to play Hunt? No. Not really. You're not 100% on it? No. All I'm right. 98, but. <laughs> well, here's my thing is if we play Baker, I don't want to play a receiver and hunt. So just because I don't want to dive too much into this game. And with Darnold, we know it's only – I'm not picking Bell personally this week. He has higher ownership than I would like. Uh, it's not too high, but I just don't really want to touch it at his price. So for me, it's obviously Crowder or Griffin, and I would pick Griffin just because I'm, you know, greedy. Uh, <laughs> so I want to pick, I want to pick Darnold and Griffin, but the Browns fan of me wants to pick Baker, so I have extra to root for. But he could only throw thirty times, all in the first half. Shoot, he could throw for probably less than twenty, and the Browns will still win. So, yeah. I can see why you'd hesitate to pick Baker. Darnold was the guy that I shied away from last week, which is what gave us the the loss. Uh, the, it gave the, us the loss. <laughs> I didn't want to say that out loud, dude. Um, I, so I do. I do want to point out a quick fact that the Raiders' defense is getting better, and the Jets' O line's trash, and. I think both. I think it's a high-scoring game, so this is really hard for me. But I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Darnold and Griffin. I just am. Okay. Let's do it. It'll be my fault this week. It's okay. Yeah, I can't wait until next week when I can come back and say, "Told you." <laughs> you do it. You do it. But Darnold's on a hot streak, and so is Griffin. All right. <clears throat> so that leaves us with forty thousand in remaining salary. Um, instead of going to the running backs, let's switch it up a little bit and go to defense. Oh, well. Now that we've knocked out the other low-cost positions. It's a bit of foreplay. I like it. Okay. What are we doing here? <laughs> who, do you, who do you like this week on defense, man? The Browns. Um, I am willing to spend up on the Browns, but if we don't want to spend up and if we want to leave a little extra cash for our running backs and receivers, the Bengals are the play. Um they're, they're, cheap. they're they're cheap. They're the highest owned out of the the low group 
of defenses, but I mean, going against Mason Rudolph, who's coming off what four interceptions with last yeah. week, and no James Conner, no James Conner, no Juju Smith-Schuster, maybe no Deontay. Still up in the air with with that uh, concussion with bleeding from the ear. Yeah, you um, would hope that they would keep him out more than ten days, but and you know, other thing, they don't have Pouncey. They don't have Pouncey. So that's why I'm looking at the Bengals. Apparently Lock everyone else is. I'm not even questioning. Just go with it. <laughs> All right. Sounds great. So that leaves us with a little over 6,300 per position. With That's quite, perfect. Because yeah, one of these people is going to be cheap. So we're fine. Yeah. So let's jump over to running back. Um, Jesus, jumping all over the place. Yeah, I know. So I know we <laughs> talked about it before. I am willing to spend down on the running back position this week. I don't know how you feel about that. I know typically we get one big name guy and then spend down. Um, but personally, the the only big name that I would go for is Alvin Kamara, and he's got a huge ownership. Um, he does, but we don't have anyone else with huge ownership. It's fair, but. I also think I want to put Michael Thomas in here later. Who does? Michael Thomas is safer, but he rarely exceeds his normal value. Well, he he's hitting like the exact like multiplier value that you want, but nothing more. Fair. Whereas Julio can explode this week. Fair. Um, so I know just to give a little bit of a rundown. I know you said you don't want to play Chubb. Barkley is he doesn't have an injury designation. I think that's probably the other big name that I would I would go for. Yeah, uh, it's it's either it's either Kamara or Barkley for me up top. Yeah. So let's choose between them now. Um if you're not so much sold on Michael Thomas, then I'm completely willing to put Alvin Kamara in the lineup. I that's perfectly fine with me because my rankings of the week has Kamara easily winning RB1 this week. Yeah, so. I think I had him. I may have had him one as well. So yeah, n- none of us had him less than four. I guarantee that. Well, I don't know about Sean. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what Sean does? He won't listen to this anyway. Don't worry. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's put Alvin Kamara in the lineup. That leaves us with just under six thousand remaining. So yeah, we need a mid tier to cheaper now for sure. Definitely. And I so. I, I understand. I talked about I don't really want to play Bell just because of that line in the Raiders' defense. He definitely could have a good day. I know uh, there's definitely been other people in the fantasy community like almost guaranteeing a top five day. The Raiders haven't really had that. They've had that twice this year, a really good running back. I just don't see it coming this week. I think it's through the air. And I know you want to play Derrick Henry. Yes, of course, always. I do want to point out that he sucked the last time they played Jacksonville. Yeah, I'll the be only, completely honest. I and there's no deep. There's no deep. There's no difference in this Jacksonville defense, like except no Ramsey didn't play in that game. Yeah, Ramsey did not play. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. I mean, I I've shied away from him a little bit. I know I I really do like Derrick Henry this week. I think he has a good game, but. I can he, definitely see an outcome where he sucks. Um, yeah, and- if he if he doesn't get a touchdown, his value 
is shot completely. So how about we drop down a little bit? I don't want to really – I definitely don't want to touch Latavius Murray because we just put Kamara in the lineup, and that would be so, stupid. Yeah, we're starting at Kareem then. <laughs> Kareem and down. Yeah, and I'm okay with ending with Kareem. So, <laughs> I, I mean, he needs 14 I'm, points to hit the 2.5 value. Do you think that happens? That's a little high for him. I'm not going to lie. What – can you uh, quickly tell me what his last two weeks were? 14, uh, week 10, which was his first week, and then 11.8 last week. I think it's a guaranteed 13, which is right under his 2.5 multiplier. So yeah. I think it's good value. I, I would agree. Um, I don't – I just don't – there's no way they pull Hunt is what I'm trying to say. Like – Hunt's going to be in the game the whole time. Maybe because they're they're not going to win by 60. Like, it's just not going to happen. This offense isn't that efficient. Agreed. So, I'm fine with Hunt. Yes. We can talk about some other guys, though. I mean, David Montgomery's right below him. He was my start of the week this week. Um, I understand the concern. I I don't really want to play him in many DFS lineups. It's, uh, honestly, it's not talent. It's it's not even really offense at that point. For me, it's just split between yeah. him and Cohen last week just scared me. That I know Montgomery is a little bit healthier this week. I, I don't yeah. necessarily know it matters too much. Um, yeah. But drop down a couple guys. James White's sitting there. With, He's got no, with no other receivers around. He's got a very, very, very safe floor. I worry that he doesn't have the ceiling that we're looking for, but at 5,300, it doesn't necessarily matter. He needs, what, probably 12 points or so? Roughly. Thir- it's roughly around there, yeah. Yeah, 13. Um, and then Philip Lindsay's sitting down one spot. I know that was uh, Sean's start of the week. It might have been Peyton Lindsay, actually. Oh, it was you? Then it wasn't Peyton Lindsay. It was Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Miles Sanders... Uh, Darius guys who I really like. I know in our show doc we have Sony Michelle sitting here, but I mean, are you enticed? Guess who by made the show doc? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who loves Sony. Um, I, I personally would take Kareem over all these guys, and we have the, yes. the budget to do so. The, so the only the only one I would be ex- there's two that I would be like fighting you with. It'd be Lindsay and White, but I'm perfectly fine putting in Hunt and seeing if we can get one of them later. Yeah, which I think we can. Okay. All right, let's do it four, now. Four spots, just over 6,000 for each of them. Which is beautiful. Um, do you want to just lock play in one of these guys? Huh? You just <laughs> want to lock in Julio right now? Yes. All right. That's easy. I mean, having a and lineup. There goes with, our money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, still an average of 5,300, which is, I mean, pretty awesome, to be honest. Yeah. There's a lot of value this week. Um. All right. So let's drop down and touch. Hey, Tyrell Williams is sitting there, pretty affordable. Yes, he <laughs> is, sir. Yes, he is. But Jarvis Landry is also a bit above him. It is cheaper than Odell, and he's been more consistent. And yeah. it's a revenge game, technically. The only thing I'd shy away from is we just put Kareem in, and that's true. That I. I I don't necessarily want two Browns unless it's a quarterback yeah. and a stack. 
Uh, $100 more is DJ Chark, who I love. I I love him, too, just ownership. And, yeah, everyone else loves him. Um, yeah, I, I am so sorry for my voice cracking tonight. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, uh, but then you drop down a little bit. DK Metcalf is a guy I absolutely love this week. Um, Lockett is supposed to be full go. That helps Metcalf. Um, even if Lockett goes out, if they decide, oh, maybe we should have put a, a designation on him, um, I, I think Metcalf is going to be the beneficiary. So, I mean, he's sitting at the same price as Landry. What do you think of DK this week? I think I like Landry more, but I understand the value of DK, and he has been pretty consistent. Uh, yeah, he's been really consistent lately. So it's hard for me to like shy away, but he's going to need like 16 points to hit our value curve. So that's the only thing that really worries me there. Yeah. Uh, he hit Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus dude. <laughs> Are you, did you somehow get 10 years younger? Like what just happened? I guess, man, I don't know what that was going on. Maybe I'm getting sick. That would be unfortunate. Well, he, uh, he's, He's only hit 16 or, eclip- or eclipsed it, if I could speak, <laughs> twice this year. Yeah, uh, yes, correct. And that's uh, a little bit skewed because he had the 30-point game. So that's why his price is skewed a little bit is what I meant. Um, Marvin Jones Jr., let's talk about him. <laughs> if you if you want to get excited first, that would be great. I don't – I – these Detroit receivers really piss me off. I'll tell you what, especially because I'm a big Kenny Galladay guy and Marvin Jones is sitting uh, in season-long dynasty ahead of Kenny Galladay for some freaking reason. I will say the last three games for Marvin Jones, two of which have been with Driscoll, 29 points, 12 points, 19 points. However, he hasn't had back-to-back explosions all season. And I would call 19 an explosion for Marvin Jones, personally. I'll agree there. So we avoid Marvin Jones. That's fine with me. Yeah, but then you drop down a little bit. Like Tyrell Williams, I guess I guess I'm cool with it. Um, I, I do want to say he's not going to get a ton of targets. He's pretty much, he's pretty much guaranteed three a game. Uh, but I, because we went with Darnold, it's kind of a bet on ourselves already that we think it's going to be a more high-scoring game from the Jet side. And I've already stated on our other shows that I think it's just going to be a high-scoring game in general, which the Raiders win. So if we think Darnold's going to get three touchdowns, I kind of don't see how Williams doesn't get a 30-yard touchdown. Then I am completely cool with it, especially when looking at the guys. that If we drop down, we drop down pretty far. Yes. Speaking of dropped, dropping down pretty far, let's put Tyrell in the lineup really quick. Uh, yeah. I definitely want that to happen. I want to talk about Nikhil Harry. I'm skipping over a bunch of guys because I want to talk about him. Low ownership. Okay. Bunch of receivers hurt. You're the Patriots fan. Give me some insight. What's Nikhil Harry going to do this week? <laughs> I kind of want to take the flyer with you. Me too. Hey. My so what's basically going to happen here is 
I don't expect Dorsett to clear the concussion protocol, even though I know he's trying super hard. Like, he's trying to get there. Uh, so that leaves Edelman, Jacoby Myers, and Nikhil Harry. I believe one more guy, but I can't think of his name. Um, yeah, I can't think of his name. It's not the guy with the super long name because he's in the IR. But there's there's a fourth guy there. But Nikhil is already guaranteed the starting outside role here. Uh, it was first game last week. He had five targets, three catches for only 18 yards. But was one one of them was a big third down conversion. Um, he's building trust with Brady. He's not going to separate a ton from people. He he has good speed, but not killer speed. But he's going to win those jump balls. And this Patriots offense really hasn't been good. I know they get Isaiah, uh, Isaiah, Isaiah win back this week, which is amazing because he's a prolific blocker. I love him. And that's going to make Brady more comfortable. That could help Sony Michelle. That could help James White. So really here, for me, it's picking between Nikhil Harry and James White. So one safer and one super cheap with a big floor, or a big ceiling, I mean. Uh-huh. And his price, how, his price, we don't need much from him. No. Uh, so we need... 8.25 points. You think he gets eight points? That's basically what I'm going for here. Yeah, so I kind of think that he takes over the Dorset role. Okay. And that not so much Dorset's faster. So, but I think that those are the types of targets that Harry's gonna get this week. So that's so that's the that's a deep shot, not across the middle. That's the curl routes and the comeback routes. Yeah. And some across the middle, but that's usually Edelman's domain. Uh, nothing super short. Cause that's white's domain. And Myers is more of a middle target as well. So it, I mean, those are chunk plays about seven, at least a piece seven plus. Yeah. So I, I think, what I'm saying is I think he could end with three catches and we'd still hit our value here because they're going to be deep shots. So so you're betting on three catches for 50 yards. 52 yards or so? Yep. 53? I can bet on that, but that means we can't do James White. That, that takes him completely off the table because I'm not taking two targets that aren't the top target of Edelman. Agreed, especially against the Cowboys defense. Yes. Um, Okay, so, so we have we have a fun number of sixty nine hundred. You yeah. son of a guess. No, 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 <laughs> no. We just talked about it. I'm I'm willing to leave some money for those of you who aren't following along with this lineup. Um, Derrick Henry's sitting there at sixty nine hundred. So uh, I could really have a day. I'm not gonna. Um, and Edelman at the same price. Just saying. But yeah, which sucks. We just went with another guy. So. Yep. Um, so I'm looking at John Brown at 6,700. I don't like the matchup. I, I do like him better than some this week. You look at what Diggs was able to do against Chris Harris Jr. And and you feel a little more safety in starting John Brown. I still don't want to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um. So it's either him or Galladay for me there. Um, 
a somewhat pivot of changing our defense to the only other one I would go with a little bit higher of the Lions just going against Haskins. That would make us choose between Gallup or Mixon or maybe down to like Montgomery, but I don't want to go down that far. So I don't really like that. Uh, if we spend so, up at defense. If we spend up, spend up for the Browns at flex. That leaves us Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay. Yep. So that's a lock and loaded deal. Let's do that. <laughs> I, I'm convinced here. I'm fine with this lineup. Yeah, and that is it's a huge shot on Nikhil. I'm going to say that it is a huge shot on Nikhil. But if these other guys pop, like I mean, Ryan Griffin's 4200, which let's. Let's just look at this. He needs 10 points, 10.5 points. That's a guarantee almost. He's getting exactly. five catches a game pretty much. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's a so little bit of a shot on Kareem and Harry, but. Yeah. Well, see the thing, like tight end targets, I almost. it's For me, it's almost any kind of target. If it's not some guy that only catches short routes, I usually try and do the math thinking it's going to be above or below 10 but if you do a baseline of 10 it kind of helps with the deviation so i mean five catches that's 50 yards it's exactly what we need so add in a touchdown and we're sitting pretty all right so i'll read through the lineup sam darnold kareem hunt alan Kamara, Nikhil harry julio jones tyrell williams ryan griffin philip Lindsay, and the browns defense going against the miami dolphins i feel great about it Yes. I let and you pick the quarterback, so I feel even yes. better. My only worry, I do want to say the only worry I have for the Browns defense is them being up big and Fitzpatrick just throws and throws and throws. But Fitz Magic is due for a Fitz Tragic Day, so I'm ready for it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's and, let's lock and load, man. And and like I said on Thursday's episode, I think that the Browns defense is gonna be locked in. So <clears throat> I, I like it. Let's let's roll with it. Um, we talked about a lot of guys, but these are guys be getting pretty much no sacks. I do want to say that yeah. the Browns will get maybe one sack this entire game. What you're telling me that Miles Garrett doesn't impact? Uh, it's not just Miles Garrett. Yeah, I know. Um, That's my problem. Our two best pass rushers are suspended this game. Yeah. Well, it'll be okay because Vernon's back, so yeah. he's supposed to be. And they do have a lot of defensive tackles rotating in, so I do some young, hungry guy. Let's 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 go. I'm not talking us off. I am just saying the faults of their defense this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that will do it. Do you have anything to add before we get out of here? Um, no, no. Just send in flex questions. Yeah, we we that put is, a tweet that is our flex team. questions and not who do you start between. Defense. <laughs> between defenses and kickers just pick one please yes agreed all right well thank you guys for listening um if you guys want to support the podcast simply email us at officialcutpod at gmail.com follow us on our socials at the cut ffl that's twitter instagram and facebook uh we have a website officialcutpod.wordpress.com and make sure you guys are subscribing to us um before we get out of here randy uh, uh, so I'm bringing it in? Okay. 
Sure are. Uh, <laughs> uh, we do want to do a quick plug for our friend and fraternity brother, Nick Walker. Uh, he's an amazing artist and <laughs> he just came out with a new song and we're going to close out the show with giving you a taste of the song here. Uh, it's called Hangover Baby by Nick Walker. It's great. Yeah, you can uh, stream it anywhere you listen to our podcast um, or Apple Music. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. Um, if you guys don't like country, you can probably cut cut the episode off here shortly, but uh, I think you'll like it either way. Peace. Always so smooth going down Like bourbon or a shadow crown Just takes a buzz on my lips Then there ain't no stopping now Then my head gets spinning And this boy's grinning Getting good at lying to myself Cause I say I'm done round everyone else just so fine for my soul, but you always take it toll. We can think about it in the morning. Let's just take it slow, cause you're my hope, baby. I swear you off again. We can hang around lazy and recover in this bed. You're a smooth criminal, that's why it feels so right. We'll pay for this tomorrow, but let's have some fun tonight. Dust on the bottle gets better with age Like you and me, baby, glad we're on the same page You're no good for me, I'm no good for you But you know where we'll be when the night is through You got me buzzing, baby, so let's do what we do Cause you're my home, baby